Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I am your host, Al D, and the author of MBA Insider. This podcast is for career-driven professionals looking for advice on how to grow their careers by leveraging the skills, experiences, and knowledge gained from an MBA degree. In each episode, I'll give you a look into the business school experience, along with practical tips, career advice, and real-life stories to help professionals grow their careers. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is LD. I'm your podcast host and also the founder of MBAschool.com. It is MBA admission season, which is why I'm delighted to have Stephen Sweeney here with me on the podcast today. Stephen is the director of full-time MBA recruiting and admissions at UT Austin Macomb School of Business. Um, so number one, hook them. Uh, but number two, I'm jealous of the weather down there in Austin right now. Uh, it's a great time of year to be there. But we're not here to talk about the weather. We are here to talk about UT Austin McCombs, as well as to get some perspective from Stephen, um, given his vantage point of being an admissions director. Um, he certainly has a lot of great knowledge and insights that many of our applicants are wondering about. And certainly he can probably speak to uh, McCombs itself, which I know a lot of our listeners love to hear. Um, so Stephen, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, just to get started, would love to know, um, what are you watching on Netflix or Hulu right now? Or what are you reading on your iPad or Kindle? Or how are you, with any moments of free time you get, how are you passing the time? Yeah, so interesting question. So I, my wife is actually pregnant with our second child. So reading, reading up on some more parenting books, how to bring home a baby when you already have a baby. Uh, my wife just started some, someone in Paris on Netflix that just uh, kicked off, I think, this past week. So she's been watching some of that. So I've unfortunately had to be tuning into that as well. That's great. Well, congratulations. Uh, that's, and congratulations to you and your wife. That's super exciting. Uh, and it sounds like you're aligning your uh, media consumption to the most relevant topics at hand. So uh, <laughs> that's always that's always a good thing. So yeah. let's jump. Let's jump right in. Um, before we sure. have you talk a little bit about McCombs, um, talk to us a little bit about you know your background. You know, I know you've been um, in this role for a little bit of time, but you know, tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself and and how you got to McCombs. Yep, yep. So uh, my background again. I'm Stephen Sweeney. I'm originally from Connecticut. Uh, my first job out of undergrad. I went to Tulane undergrad, and then. Moved back closer to home and to New York, worked in finance, and then uh, did a pretty big career switch early on in my career in the Teach for America, where I taught fourth grade in Miami, Florida for a couple of years, which was a really interesting experience, really rewarding. Uh, then I was trying to figure out really how to mold some of the harder finance skills, some of the softer presentation teaching skills. So the MBA seemed like the very obvious option for me. Um, and so back in 2008, 2009, I started applying to business school. And UT was on my list and just went for a visit for our admitted student weekend. And that is really what totally transformed me um, into wanting to move to Texas, wanting to move to Austin, joining the Longhorn community. Um, so I had never lived in Texas, but just the, the warmth of the school, the family vibe, the laid backness, um, all was really appealing to me. So I graduated in 2011. Uh, and then did consulting afterwards. So moved back up to New York, closer to the family uh, for about two and a half, three years, did consulting um, all around the world, actually. And so that was an interesting, unique role. But at the end of the day, missed Austin, missed UT. And so in 2014 is when I moved back down here to lead our recruiting and admissions team. And I've been here ever since. And it's been great. Uh, thanks for sharing a little bit about yourself. And I, there's a couple of things I just wanted to add to that. So number one, um, like me, you 
are grew up in the Northeast, so uh, yeah. I know you've seen some weather, so that's that's always great. <laughs> Uh, yep. But the other thing I was going to say is, um, so I'm a little biased, but my, my two closest friends in business school also did Teach for America, and uh, I would not have survived <laughs> without them. So uh, yep. I always have a great, uh, a great uh, love for when uh, teachers apply to business school and go to business school, because I, I think they have such a great uh, perspective to bring in, as well as um, um, having them on my study team was awesome, uh, because they yeah. were so good at being able to uh, distill concepts and, and help me get up to speed on things. So... Uh, just a little bit of shout out to that. Sure. Um, one of the things I noticed as you were kind of talking was that you, you've been a lot of places and you've had the ability to do a lot of things. But as you mentioned, you know, after you were in consulting, you realized, oh, I, I miss Austin. Um, and I think probably part of that is probably because Austin's a great place, but it also sounds like part of that's Macomb's. And so I would love to maybe hear from you, you know, what do you think makes Macomb's such a unique place? Yeah, so for us, I mean, definitely one of the big differentiators is there is no other top business school in Austin, um, which just lends itself to our students getting access to companies really easily. And we just sit in a very unique position, being Austin being one of the fastest growing cities in the country or the fastest growing city for years now. Um, companies continue to move here, you know, the secret's out that it's a great place to live in terms of affordability and quality of life and, you know, state income tax and stuff like that. Um, and so as a business school, we are really the source for talent for a lot of these companies that are moving here. So, you know, everything from Google, Facebook, Oracle, Tesla just announced they're coming here. And then also smaller startups. So it has a nice VC um, startup scene as well. So it's a good mix of big tech, small um, tech as well that are emerging. Um, and so, you know, being the source for talent, we really get a seat at the table for these companies in terms of what headcount they're looking at, what types of offices, what types of roles. Um, so that's just a really exciting place to be. And then, yeah, I think just as a whole, like it's a great place to live, raise a family, have a dog. Most people have dogs. Um, so it's just a cool, the weather's good for the most part, except it's really hot. Um, so all of that combined, um, and then I just had some really great friends from business school who stayed here as well. And so I had a nice network built in. And so Austin just made the most sense for me, um, professionally as well as personally. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm wondering, do you maybe have maybe an example or, or two about either like a personal experience you've had that you really think, you know, embodies that Macomb's community you know, what you were talking about in terms of, you know, having those such great classmates or, I don't know, maybe just uh, on your team at work, but, you know, what's something that our listeners can um, kind of take home in terms of, um, you know, how does, how does that uh, community come to life or how have you seen that community come to life for you? Yeah. And I think, I think uh, your, your alma mater as well as a similar size. So for us, like that 260, 270 students each year, so roughly about 550 between year one and two, it's sort of the sweet spot for us. It's a differentiator as well. So we're not 500 or 1,000 like some of our peer schools. Um, it's really where you get to meet someone new every day. But by the time you graduate, these are definitely lifelong friends. And so, you know, after I graduated, again, moved back up to New York. But then there was a wedding um, back in Austin in like October, November. And so for one of my classmates, so I came back down, you know, weather was perfect. It was 85 degrees, sunny. It was like miserable up in the Northeast, raining, really cold. And so that was really just kind of a wake up call for me. Like, I think I probably should come back down here and enjoy, this is what I enjoy more. Um, and again, just being able to be invited to multiple weddings down here, I think just speaks to how close you become with your classmates over those two years. 
Um, the faculty members will stop you in the hallway. They'll ask how you are as a person, not just about the homework. And so that's definitely the vibe that resonated with me when I chose McCombs. And that's also the vibe that, that sort of brought me back down here as well. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's a great example. And, and I uh, definitely agree. And thank you for calling out um, UNC is a similar size. And, and it was part of the reason why I wanted to go there. And I think part of the reason why I, I really enjoyed there. And from an unbiased opinion, I think one of the reasons why um, I like so many of my McCombs friends. Uh, there's a lot of, I've found, at least from my experience, there are a lot of similarities. Okay, so let's, uh, let's uh, change topics a little bit here. Uh, you talk to candidates, applicants um, a lot. Um, you read a lot of application files. What does McComb uh, look for you know, in applicants? Yeah, so definitely baseline, just the academic rigor, the quantitative rigor of the program. So that, that's really just right away what we're looking for. So some of that can come out either in your test scores, your GPA, your major, if you work in a quantitative field or if you manage a budget at your job. So that's sort of the baseline. Um, but for us, we're really looking for students who really want to be at UT. So we're in a fortunate position to receive many applications um, for you know, not as many spots. And so what differentiates a lot of our applicants is they have a very clear reason why Texas is their number one choice, why they wanna to come to Texas, what they wanna take advantage of. Just like any top MBA program, prioritization is key. There's gonna be way more opportunities for you to pursue than you actually have time to do. And so, those applicants that can do the reflection during the application process, they have their plan A, they have their plan B, they know what they don't wanna do, really are the stronger applicants in the pool and they're the stronger students once they get here because they're not sort of floundering or going to an information session or visiting a company every single night. Um, and so they can balance the academics, they can balance the networking, they can balance the recruiting. And so for us, it's that level of research and so Right now, unfortunately, our business school is closed to visitors, but we have a lot of virtual options out there. So you can register for a one-on-one -on -one chat with a student. There's recorded webinars. There's coffee chats with admissions officers on my team. There's information sessions. So there's a lot of ways to still get that research. But understanding, so if, let's just give an example. If you want to do, let's say, marketing, you know what MBA Plus projects we have. You know what fellows programs you can take advantage of. You know what kind of career tracks we have. And so those are the types of applicants that stand out to us are those students who can clearly articulate why McCombs is a number one choice and also what they're going to take advantage of and how they're going to improve the program and leave it better than when they got here. Thank you for, for sharing that. So one thing I just wanted to follow up on because I've been thinking about it a little bit because it's come up a few times. Um, so one of the things that sounds like, as you mentioned, is this idea about why McCombs, and um, not necessarily too different from any other MBA program. That said, it's a two-word question, but often, as you mentioned, sometimes it, it may trip people up, right? And I, I'm just wondering, you've seen a lot of applications. Um, like I said, it's, it seems a pretty foundational question, but, you know, what's the challenge sometimes in terms of when, um, you know, maybe a student doesn't, put, or an applicant doesn't put forward, like, the best answer? Like, is it is it just they don't know, they haven't done the research or, um, you know, I think every student out there or applicant out there is like, yes, like that makes sense. But um, you, you know, as well as I do, sometimes it just, the, the follow through isn't always there. And so what's, yeah. what's maybe difficult about that and, or, and what maybe could an applicant do to, to overcome that? Yeah, yeah, I think it gets, the applicants get tri tripped up a little bit if they don't know that we have something um, or they say they want to start something, but it's already there. We're always looking for ways to improve the program. So definitely 
if there's not a student organization that resonates with you or you want to get into something else, like recently the students started more of like a video gaming student org that we didn't have, that's totally fine. Um, but it's really understanding and calling the names that we have things the right, correct name, because a lot of schools do have similar like an MBA investment fund or a venture fellows type of program, but really making sure it's tailored to us. Um, so I think it does come down to the research out, but um, it also comes down to just their passion and how they bring forward. And you, you can tell, especially in an interview, whether you know they are really excited about UT or if you know they'd rather go to another school XYZ. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And, and to your point, um, while it is a, maybe a little bit more difficult this year to visit any MBA program in the United States for that matter, um, programs like McCombs and many others are trying to accommodate that by finding other means of engaging with students so, or applicants so they can get that information and kind of think through how that applies to them and to do the research that they need. And so um, for this year, at least, maybe a little bit longer, uh, it's really going to be on applicants, I think, to um, do that work. Um, it's, it may take some more time, but um, it, it's there. And so it's just being able to go and um, take the time to do it and synthesize it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say that I, I really like that you said, and I found this to be true um, at UNC and perhaps other schools, is this idea of not only why you want to go, but also what you might offer and bring to the table. Um, yeah. And I think that's a critical piece, particularly for, um, again, I'm, I'm biased because it's what I know, for smaller schools, right, where you do get the chance to interact and engage with so many of your classmates. Um, and so going an extra step further, I think, and really being able to convey of, hey, I'm, I'm here to learn and I'm here to grow for myself and my career. Uh, but also here are some tactical, tangible ways in which I think I could make a contribution, whether it's yeah. to my classmates or to the McCombs community or um, what have you. And I, yeah. um, but again, like I, to your point from before, it really is, in order to be able to answer that question, um, you have to know the research and you have to know the community and you have to have a yeah. sense of like, hey, like this is what it is. Um, and then figuring out how you can kind of contribute to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we all know this year for MBA applications is going to be a little bit different just because of the challenging world that we live in. And so uh, one of the things I've been asking is kind of, you know, particularly to folks in the admissions world, um, you know, what, what's different and what stays the same, right? We, we know that things are going to be different, but we also know at the end of the day, the MBA admissions process is, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it's, you know, you submit and you find out if you get in or not, you do an interview and then, or like, you know, the general like outline is kind of the same. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, from your perspective, you know, what is different and then, you know, what still is going to be business as usual? Yeah. So this past cycle, so the class of 2022, so super happy with how the class turned out, definitely took uh, a little bit longer um, than historically, just because of everything that was going on. So we instituted a fourth round. We also instituted a rolling admissions round and we did some test waivers if people just couldn't take the test because of COVID and the online test wasn't up at the time and things like that. So that was definitely very unique for this class of 2022. But again, class turned out really well. We ended up with 241 students. The target was 240 just so we could come in a little smaller so they could sit in the same classroom and things like that. Um, so again, super happy with how all of the averages worked out really well. So this incoming class of 2023 now that we are working on, we did also create a fourth round um, that's happening basically in the May timeframe, just because we were successful this past cycle. Um, so we'll see if that sticks, you know, in the future. But for now, we have a fourth round for domestic students. 
we still are having the option to waive either the GRE or the GMAT, but it's really tied completely to COVID. So it's not like some schools where they're taking the MCAT or the LSTAT or the SAT, or you can just waive it if you have work experience or something like that. For us, you can email texasmba at mccombs.utexas.edu and we will send you the waiver form if you're interested. It's basically, you can't take the test in person because you or someone you live with is immunocompromised and you can't take it online because you don't have the hardware, a quiet place, et cetera. So if that's the case for you, um, the, the test waiver is a possibility. Again, we encourage people to take the test. It gives an extra data point. Um, we do use it potentially in merit-based scholarships and things like that. So those are a couple changes. Um, like every other school, it seems like, at least in the top 20, we have had quite a few more defers than we have historically, um, especially on the international side where they just couldn't get here. Consulates were closed, embassies, visas were, were difficult to come by. Um, and so, you know, we'll see sort of how many of those actually end up enrolling. Um, but, you know, a competitive applicant sticks out in any round at any point. And so as long as you have your most competitive application, I wouldn't worry too much about seats taken or things like that. Great. Thank you for sharing that. And I think from my perspective, one of the takeaways is, is that um, there, so there are some nuances to policies that may differ school to school. And, you know, the, again, the takeaway is just to make sure to do your research and that you're aligned with what the protocols mm -hmm. are. Um, one thing that I know has been coming up when I've talked to some MBA applicants is that this year has been challenging for all of us in, in a lot of ways. And so there's just some concern around, you know, how as an applicant, can I tell my best story if things have been challenging for me, whether it's, you know, personally or professionally. So personally, for example, let's say maybe you're laid off or you have been furloughed, or maybe you uh, haven't been able to maybe do the work that you wanted to do because you're busy taking care of someone in your family who's sick, or maybe you were up for promotion, but because of the fact that, um, you know, times are challenging right now, your company isn't offering that, um, you know, how do you kind of tell that story in a way that demonstrates your aptitude and capability while, you know, also realizing that, you know, some things happened this year that were outside of anyone's control? Yeah, that's a great question. So like in terms of the employability, like definitely admissions committee gets that. It's just like every component in the application, nothing is going to necessarily push you in. Nothing is going to keep you out test score, GPA, work experience, things like that. It's really the complete package. So for us, we do uh, have a question that basically asks if you're not fully employed, basically, what are you doing? Um, and so I would spend some time reflecting on that. And it could be what it could be caring for someone. It could be you're volunteering. It could be you're, you know, brushing up on your skills or taking a class or something like that. So letting the admissions committee know if you did unfortunately get laid off or furloughed or something, how are you taking advantage of that time will be important. What you don't want any admissions committee to do is sort of guess and, you know, because usually they guess like worst case that you're not doing anything. Um, and so, you know, making sure you fill in the blanks. We have an optional statement as well. If you do need to emphasize or articulate anything in addition that we may not have asked, you can use that space as well. Um, and then, yeah, we totally get if not up for promotion anymore, you were not happening, you know, that's happening all around the world. Um, so not a big deal either. Um, if you do, again, want to use the optional statement to explain any of that, you certainly can. Um, but again, I would just present you and what you're doing and make sure that you have articulated exactly what you are doing currently. 
Yeah, no, I, thank you for clearing that up. And I think those are great. Those are great insights and good things people should think about if they fall in uh, one of those categories. So you've been a few months into the admission season. Uh, I'm sure you've read some applications. I'm sure you've been at a lot of events. Um, talk to us. How's it going so far? You know, what has it been like or, or what are you seeing that, uh, that you can share? Yeah, so our round one deadline is on Tuesday, um, so the 13th. So it's, things are going well. Um, it's tough to say sort of exactly what the volume looks like, but I think we're going to be in some really good shape. Um, and things are looking positive in terms of just trends and application volume and things like that. Definitely have seen, to your point, out, like people have been laid off. Um, it's a, going back to business school is a great opportunity to retool your skills and make a pivot and make a transformation in your life. And so that totally makes sense to at least uh, to our admissions committee. Um, and so we have seen interest um, from international students as well. So we are currently working on our STEM certification and are hopefully in the final stages of that approval, which is exciting. Um, and then, yeah, I think just overall seeing really good engagement virtually, um, good numbers in terms of events and things like that. And so we, we expect to have a strong class coming in. That's great. Uh, Stephen, it's, uh, it's been great chatting with you. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit about UT McCombs and talking a little bit through, you know, what's going on with the admissions uh, application pool this year um, at McCombs. Um, thanks so much uh, for joining the podcast. And uh, for those of you out there um, who are, who, for those people out there who are interested in McCombs, um, where's the best place to find uh, the most up-to-date information on admissions, um, the admissions process, dates, uh, et cetera? Yep. Yeah, so everything's on our website, but if you have questions or anything, TexasMBA at McCombs.utexas.edu is really the best email to get, we'll get back to you really quickly. Um, and then, yeah, just check our website because all of our online events, you can register directly from there. The application's online, the essays are online. Um, and so if you have questions, please just feel free to reach out and we're here to help and we look forward to seeing your application. Great. Uh, everyone, uh, thanks so much, uh, Stephen Sweeney, uh, Director of the Full-Time MBA Recruiting and Admissions at UT Austin McComb School of Business. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hi, everyone. LD here. And thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.